Championship Leadership Podcast. This is your host, Nate Bailey. And to get more episodes and information on what I'm up to inside of uh, this podcast and, and the coaching programs that I have, the Championship Leadership 24-Hour Experience, you can go to my website, www.natebailey.org for that. Today's guest was just, uh, it, was, it, was, it was awesome, just uh, connecting with him through a friend, Damon Burton, not too long ago. Uh, our guest today is from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. He's got a cigar bar called Torch Cigar Bar. Uh, he's got a podcast, which I had the opportunity to be on, Talking Torch. You can also, uh, everything else that you can find out about our guest today at www.talkingtorch.com. Uh, he's got an incredible thing that he has created inside of this cigar bar and, and really has differentiated himself from everyone else. I can't wait to get down there myself and to uh, experience what he has created down there uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. And with that, uh, our guest today is John Harrington. You can follow him at Torch Cigar Bar on Instagram and also, again, TalkingTorch.com. So with that, just had a, had a great conversation connected with John, and uh, it was just fun to talk to, fun to chat. Time flew by fast. So without further ado, let's introduce you to John Harrington. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. This is your host, Nate Bailey, and uh, today we got John Harrington from uh, Torch Cigar Bar in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. How hot is it over there? Currently. It is 106-ish right now, mid-morning. Mid so Dang, yeah. On its way to warmer. That's heat right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. I'm I'm excited to return the favor. This is yeah. this will be great. Absolutely, I was just on uh, John's podcast here. I don't know, maybe a month ago or so, but uh, yeah. time flies. That's for sure. What? Uh, here's the first question to kick our conversation off. Championship leadership is the name of the podcast, of course. So, you know, what comes to mind for you, or what does championship leadership mean to you when you hear it? Oh, fantastic! Championship leadership opening up our own business, right? I've been in business for self for 11 years. Mm -hmm. And um, the first eight was seven or eight was 
by myself, right? I had an internet marketing company that I consulted with. We've got friends in the business um, together. And so I basically consulted and it wasn't what I knew, it was who I knew. And I was allowed to kind of tap into whatever deal. Um, but when you open up a brick and mortar, it's definitely different because the leadership when you're by yourself is just make sure you're accountable, you show up. And if you don't uh, return phone calls or emails, then you're not going to eat for the week. Um, this is different. This is, yeah. you've got to show up. You've got to lead by example for sure, which to me, talk is cheap. We run across people that all they do is run their mouths. To me, a leadership position is getting in the trenches, showing, showing the team what it is that, that uh, we are asking for. And it's by 100% by example, whether it's, plunging the urinals, which I've, which I've done multiple times yeah. or, uh, or drying the dishes or watch or cleaning out the ashtrays, whatever it takes to get the job done. That to me is what leadership is all about. Uh, I love it, man. That's yeah, absolutely. You know, being that example, definitely. Um, so you own the cigar bar. How long, when, when did you open this, uh, the torch cigar bar? We just celebrated our four-year anniversary. I, I wish this was evergreen, uh, but I'm going to timestamp us. I'm going to date us right here. But we just celebrated on Friday um, our four years. Wow. And that's great. If any, anyone wants to think about opening, uh, especially in the, these days, uh, brick and mortar, man, it is, it's significantly tougher sledding than we could have ever have predicted. Uh, the first imagine. two, the first two years for sure, for sure, because we had no idea what we were doing. Again, I yeah. came from the internet, internet world where I woke right. up and there was 15 deals that were in my lap all day, every day. This is nothing is by accident. Everything takes a lot longer than you think it's going to. Yeah. But in the last six months, 2020, even with the, even with COVID and with all this yeah. stuff, it has been, it is now I see why now there's the upside, right? Now it's really? becoming more fun. Yeah. The, the, the pace of play, I just, I, I've always compared it to a quarterback, say a kid coming out of BYU and the game, the NFL game is remarkable. Taysom Hill. Yeah, there we go. There, that, <laughs> I love that kid. Yeah. So, but when you show up to an NFL, even, even the OTAs, right? The pace of play is remarkably fast. You're not yeah. sure what the language is. That's that same thing with opening a bar. And, um, it takes, it, it is, you put in your 10,000 hours and then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're now allowed to say no. In the beginning, we said yes to everything, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever made, you know, yeah. whatever question came up, it didn't even right. have to make sense, but we don't want to, we don't want to piss anybody off. We want to make sure we get your five-star review. Now we yeah. that, you know what yeah. we're, uh, it's getting so much more fun. The upside now we're seeing it, we're, we're living it and we're actually for the first time in years, looking forward to, to coming in and, you know, see what's, see what's next. Oh, that's great, man. So yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, especially with COVID, like, cause obviously the ton of businesses are, uh, significantly impacted for not yeah. for good uh, right now. No. So, so you guys have been able to, uh, manage these times. It sounds like. Mercifully, our landlord took the approach of, Hey, we don't want to, you know, bury you guys. So they abated the rent, which really, wow. again, I keep on using the term, but it opened up the playbook to allow us to, you know, to expand differently. So, so now we can do stuff that I never even thought of. We've never been at to go. This is a place that has an average stay time of three hours. So once you walk through the door, 
you're networking, you're meeting new friends, you're socializing. Yeah. It's a three hour, it's a three hour stick. When, the, when we were shut down for a full two months plus, we had to develop a, a revenue stream and to go was, to go was the way. And because we didn't have a big rent check at the, at the first of every month due, it allowed us to kind of keep our mojo going, which is, which has been really, really nice. Well, what are you, what are you talking about as far as the to go? We've got a liquor license and, and in Arizona, the, the governor actually made it to where restaurants could do it, but we could always do it. So we can create a jar, a Mason jar of old fashions, which is oh, really no nice to sit around. Dude, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. But so, so old fashions, got, you now you're talking my, dude, my language they, here. And, and these things are nectar. We, we've created a formula that is, I would put these up against any place on planet earth. They're, they're when I'm, when I'm sure making now. them in the morning, uh, yeah. you know, I, I hate to admit it, but you gotta, you gotta taste it. Yeah. So I'm like, this doesn't even work. Yeah, I don't care if it's <laughs> yeah, eight in the morning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eight o'clock at night's a lot better, but you know what? Yeah, these things, sure. yeah, these <laughs> things are, it is, they're, they're just, they're great. And so we sold a crap ton of them and that kept, you know, that kept our lights on and okay. all the stuff that you can't turn off. Yeah. So it's it worked out well. Great. Oddly. Yeah. 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 Cigar bar, like that's kind of random, right? How did that happen? Where, where'd that Great idea question. come from? I love the, I love this question. There's two reasons. Number one, I'm going to give you the reason. Number, number two, I'm going to give you the reason for the name. Number one, the reason for a cigar bar was my father went to his grave, not having any idea what his kid did for a living. Uh-huh. I did internet marketing. I brokered internet data. He <laughs> yeah. was in the banking world for 40 years. He had no idea what high risk credit card merchant processing even meant. He had never heard the term. So yeah. he didn't know what his kid did. I met at the, right around the same time as, as my father's passing. I met my now current wife, Kelly. And while she understood it, she, she wanted to see, we both wanted something that we could put our stamp on together. We, we met later on in life. We weren't going to have any kids together. So we wanted to, you know, let's see what we can do with a business. And I, my knee jerk was, let's open a sports bar. And she's, you know, reluctantly rolled her eyes and she's like, whatever you want, hon. But then my buddy gave me the idea of a, of a cigar bar simply because it's got a membership attached to it. And that has been by far the most valuable thing in Torch is a membership because of the camaraderie, because of the shared experiences. A lot of these guys are wounded 40, 50 year old guys and ladies that are coming off of divorces. They need that cheers environment to where they're, they're safe and they can laugh and they can do all this stuff and be creative and feel sexy. And that's that stuff that helps. We take a, a trip every August. There's 40 guys, 40 people that, that head up north and we have a golf tournament and it's just a wonderful bonding experience. It's you got great. A community, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. The ecosystem is wonderful because we've got some high profile people, um, a handful of really big athletes, but as soon as they walk through the doors at Torch, man, they just drop their guard. Nobody bothers them. They're just, that's the ego is checked at the door. Everyone gets along. It's not white. It's not black. It's not female. It's not mm-hmm. male. It's not young. It's, it's, everybody yeah. so it's just it's been it's been that has been the thing that we are by far the most proud of that's so cool and we got the name from 
you know, coming from the internet world, right? Where everything, if somebody's doing well, then you're just going to knock it off, right? Yeah. So I, I did the research of who was the 800-pound gorilla in the cigar bar space, and it was Rocky Patel. Rocky has a place, um, well, he's got multiple locations, but the one that I was looking at was in Naples, Florida. It's called Burn. I'm like, dude, what a cool name for yeah. cigar bar. So I went to thesaurus.com. Torch is perfect. Put it, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's put it, this is how little we knew of coming into the industry. We didn't even know that a torch was a torch to light a cigar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how little we knew. Somehow, some way, four years later, here we are. Just figuring uh, it out. I don't out. know, man. Yeah, just a truly on-the-job experience, learning every single day. So, um, so this is like a, a membership, right? Part of it. We are open it. to the public. Okay. Um, but we do, but we do want, we want memberships because my daughter's going to Old Miss in the fall. So she's looking at joining, coming from Arizona. What's the quickest way to ingratiate yourself to join a sorority? Well, it's the same thing here, right? If you're coming in a little bit wounded, then the best way to get to the front of the line and to grab our attention is to get a membership. And so then the camaraderie begins, the, you know, everybody's met with open arms, whether you're Johnny public or Jimmy member, it doesn't matter, but yeah. there is, there is a significant um, difference between being a, a public and a, and a member. Mm -hmm. Is there a different area for the members or what, how does that work? We had it planned out that that was going to be the case. Then the fire inspector came in. He's like, yeah, good try. You can't have an isolated spot entrance and exit to where your your public can't get through. So uh -huh. at the same time, I didn't want the public trampling through a you know a high end members area. So we just then we, then we just developed the mindset. You know what? We're just going to have we're just going to have it be we're just going to have it be, and yeah. we're going to see. Yeah, there's a locker room inside the humidors where all the lockers are, and so there's a lot of people showing off their nameplates and all that fun stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, we everything is by design. So the the chairs that I'm looking at right now, they're all low back. The guy, a couple of guys in the beginning are like, you know what? We're conducting business here. I wish you guys had high back chairs. And I said, that's funny that you say that. We want to be inclusive where everyone could eavesdrop or listen in. He was the one out of a hundred. You know yeah. what? We're trying to conduct some serious business over here and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, as a rule, it works because a lot of times people will just put their arm on the chair of the table next to them. And now all of a sudden they, you know, you've got eight, eight chairs and everybody's yeah. talking and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I think about this place. That's cool, man. That's, that's so yeah. cool. Um, so that kind of, you know, kind of just told us a little bit about who you are and, and what you're doing and what you're up to. Who are some people that have uh, championship leaders, mem uh, mentors, coaches that have really impacted you and in, in, in your life? And, and what specifically is it about them, like characteristics as leaders that, that have maybe even shaped who you are as a, as a leader yourself? Well, we're both mutual friends of Damon Burton. Damon and I got our, cut our teeth in the um, internet world with a guy named Jason Brelo. Jason Jason is a wonderfully successful man in the space. And the best part about me working with him was he was way up top. And then <laughs> I must be the kiss of death. As soon as, as soon as I came on board, he got TMF, meaning his merchant funds got seized and he couldn't conduct commerce. So I got to learn the business from the absolute bottom up. He was I think forced to expand or open up his Rolodex 
Mm-hmm. So I got banking relationships, we got fulfillment relationships. And, and so Jason showed me from the guts up how to, how to run the business, how to eat, breathe, sleep, focus towards the goal and be unrelentingly, unapologetically relentless when it comes to achieving a goal. Uh, that man to this day, still in communication with him all day, every day. And uh, he, as a matter of fact, he officiated our wedding. So uh, oh, really? I've got oh, wow. nothing but love for the guy. Yeah. And, and he by far shaped and molded me because when, when I met him in my mid to late thirties, kind of drifting, didn't really know where the hell I was going, coming out of a divorce. And, and uh, he was the one guy that kind of wrapped his arms around me and said, Hey, this is, this is the direction that we're going to go. It, it might be uncomfortable for you, but we're going to get there 16 hour days. Something that, I, you know, that was like a, a, a week's worth of, worth of productivity. And yeah. now it's condensed. And that's a, that's a Tuesday, right? Yeah, but right. That, that, that man by far. And now to bring it to current day, while he's still a part of my life, uh, my wife, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a real job. She's in cybersecurity. And yet she's at Torch. We work a 12, 13-hour day on Friday getting ready for the... And so she worked all day from 6 o'clock in the morning till we got it Torch at 2. And then worked until one o'clock in the morning. I can't really bitch about being dumb, tired. I haven't eaten yet. Yeah. yeah well, no doubt. She's been at it since six, dude. So, yeah. you know, and then we turned around and got to do it again on Saturday. So it's, wow. uh, yeah. So essentially, I've got a part time job where she's got two full time jobs. So yeah. uh, I, I can't let her down either now. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's awesome, man. That's, that's really cool. What's the vision for you guys? I think championship leaders, they have, they have a great vision and, and, and more importantly, the courage to take action on that. What's, uh, what well, is it for you guys with the cigar bar and what you're trying to create? And You mentioned courage and, and, you know, like Mike Tyson says, everybody's got a game plan until they get punched in the face, right? Yeah, right. So we got, <laughs> again, we had a wonderful life where we traveled and we had wonderful dinners and had a nice house and all the fun stuff of, you know, the success of, of working hard. And, and, uh, and that was wonderful. And then mm-hmm. we opened up towards where we were over our skis from day one yeah. and we didn't know what the hell we were doing. I didn't even <laughs> know that torch was a torch. I had no idea that little we knew, but we, but we kept grinding and we kept on trying to figure out a way. And then it got easier to where now, and, and hopefully my wife will not listen to this, but now I see why bar owners expansion is always, if you asked me four years ago, this would be a franchise yeah. because it has this uniqueness to it. Unlike every other cigar bar or seemingly every other cigar bar where it's dark and it's an old guys club. Yeah. Um, I'm looking around, there's 180 degrees of garage doors and doors, window doors it's bright and it's airy and it's 20 foot ceilings and this is where females can be very at home. You don't have to drop your girlfriend or wife off at, you know, at the club, you can bring her in here and, and we get 50% of our clientele on a Saturday night are, are women. So with that, that to me feels like it's an industry shaker. And so expansion has always been in, in, in my thought process. Yeah. Would you expand probably first in, in your local area? You know, Phoenix is pretty big. Phoenix is pretty big, and, it's, and there's a cigar bar on every single corner. Is there? Um, it's unbelievable the wow. amount of cigar bars. Actually, 
cigar shops. There's only a handful yeah. of us that, that paid the money to have a liquor license. And to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense okay. to, there's not a lot of margin in cigars. So yeah. and if you don't have a liquor license, then more than likely it's BYOB. So I've never really understood. I don't really want to sit around with, 70 year old guys and talk about the stock market or talk yeah. about COVID. That's a yeah. zero interest to me. Right. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to see creativity. I want to people talk about, you know, conceptualizing a deal and then closing the deal and celebrating the deal. That's of interest to me. Yeah. And so that is, and I've recognized that that's unique is the, the cigar community, especially the, the little, pedantic places they they it's very exclusive and not in a good way when you walk in you definitely you're if you're not a member there then then you're on the outside looking in yeah and that's the exact opposite of what what we've developed here you know where where you can just walk in off the street and a perfect example uh last week they were playing dice at the at the bar a couple that looked like they had just gotten off a photo shoot from gq walk in well, most people would be like, oh, you know, they're too pretty or they're too yeah. new. We've never seen them before. These knuckleheads, get up here. You got to get up here. <laughs> okay, hey. A couple hours later, they, they're walking out with their tap taping from the, from the winning. So, yeah, yeah. you know what? The, yeah, yeah. That's great, man. I love it. So, What's so it's, it's that. I, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever seen a woman smoke a cigar. Did, do any of the women yeah. smoke cigars? You've got to see some of these ones, especially the two nights where they get they they get their freak on Friday and Saturday, meaning their freak, meaning hey, the claws are coming out. Yeah. I'm I'm fierce. I'm here to I'm here. I'm not playing. Yeah. They they tell me what they want. Uh, they <laughs> hey, how don't you have this? And uh, wait, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. A lot of times, the ones that know know, and they put me to shame. Yeah. I have no idea what they're talking about. All yeah. all I know is just like wine. Cigars are the same exact thing. They all you have to do is say leathery uh, undertones with. Uh, so you they know, are. That's awesome. Nice, that's so cool, man. Oh, yeah, 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 man. You, yeah, you just you can make up whatever flavor profile to make it. Man, sound I like cannot get to get down there. Seriously, like uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm get down there anyway. So uh, yeah, I can't perfect. Wait. I can't wait. That's awesome. Yeah, that's avoid so cool. the hundred days of hell. We're we're right in the beginning of a hundred days of hell right yeah, now. Yeah, well, that, that just means you just sit, sit inside throat. the cigar bar all day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> drinking old fashions. <laughs> drinking old fashions, and we've got the biggest patio. To my knowledge, we got the biggest cigar bar patio on the planet. I would say it's two thousand awesome. square feet. If anybody can beat it, let me know. But we've got at times we've got live music and custom fire pit out there, and so again a very sexy vibe that changes personalities. It's, it's so remarkably different at three o'clock on a Friday afternoon when we first open to nine o'clock that night, it completely changes. So. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. What's a, what's a critical moment or like a defining moment in your life? It's kind of my, my favorite, favorite question, my signature question here, that kind of the fork in the road moment where, you know, had you made a different, you know, you did make the decision that you had and that's got you where you are today, but had you made a different decision that, you know, your life would look very, very different. I think we all probably have those moments. I think a lot of the listeners right now, like I just did that, you know, you knew that I was working with Satema Dali last time we talked yep. and, and since then I've, I've left him and I'm on my own uh, during, oh. COVID and during this, this crisis and it was time and I'm excited and it's been great. Just came off of my first, uh, one of my first big events this past weekend. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that was, that was definitely a critical moment in my life, making that decision. What's one for you that comes to mind that you could share with the listeners? This is going to take a while. Yeah, so, that's good. So brave. Let's do it. Because <laughs> 11 years ago, I was in, uh, I was in Utah. So I uh, married my college, my, my uh, college sweetheart, moved to Vegas, had a, had a wonderful daughter, but then eventually got divorced. And I've recognized that Las Vegas is the worst town on planet Earth to get a divorce in, especially in your early 30s, especially bartending. It is very, very, very fast paced. Yeah. So I had a buddy that I did real estate with. We did mortgages in Vegas and he became a bishop of all things in Lehigh, Utah. Okay. So we would periodically stay in touch. He just called out of the blue one day. He goes, how you doing? I go, man, I'm not doing all that well. He goes, get your ass up here. Good language by a bishop. There's yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I packed all my belongings into um, into the car, all my worldly possessions fit into a '99 Camry, and I drove up to Utah. And I spent seven years there. And we talked about the difference between membership and public. And and Utah was always that for mm-hmm. me. While it was safe and it was gentler, I never felt at home. Yeah, and if you're so, not. You're not a part of the, the crew. You're kind of on the outside, right? Yeah. You, 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 so you know yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I've mean, got plenty of connections up there and friends. And, and so, yeah, I've experienced that. Yeah. And, it never, and that doesn't change. And so yeah. I recognized as I opened up Harrington Consulting, the, the internet consulting company, I grasped the concept that I could do this from a beach in Maui. It, it doesn't matter where I'm at. So I didn't have anyone there. I didn't have a job per se that was anchoring me. So I'm like, what in the hell am I doing here? My parents were in Arizona. And so it just came to fruition that I, I locked in a house. It, happened to, it just so happened to be on a golf course. And I left the uncomfortability every day of living in Salt Lake City to mm-hmm. all of a sudden mind heart and soul expansion, even though it's in the same, somebody said that you're jumping from the fire frying pan into the fire, going from one Mormon community in Salt Lake city into Gilbert, Arizona. But again, you know, you, you can find pockets where there's just wonderfully genuine human beings. And these knuckleheads had more money, more um, understanding wise than I've ever seen in my life. We played golf, a whole (laughs) bunch of gambling, a whole bunch of drinking. So, but but somehow kept it kept it afloat, and then eventually I met my. I was introduced by some of these friends at the at the haste and, and the and the no. Yeah. To, uh, some of them are like <laughs> you can't you can't introduce her to John Harrington. <laughs> oh no, he was setting this poor woman up for failure. Yeah. But it worked, and oh, she great. has been just unbelievably sweet and kind. And that all came from the realization of looking down. The, the path, having enough foresight to recognize that Utah wasn't home. And the Utah is not on that. There was a 10 year window where I looked, I was in Albany, New York, for example, because I'm from upstate New York. And we went out to a bar one night and one of the guys asked me what I was doing in Albany. I said, well, you know what? I'm looking to get a second, second lease on life and coming here to make, make a name for myself and live up to the potential that I thought that I had. And he looked at me, he was dead serious. He goes, John, Albany, New York is not where you come to live. Albany is where you come to die. 
two days later, I packed up my car and left and went to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just a tumbleweed for the longest time. And again, we go back to Jason Bralo. Jason took a real big chance on me knowing that I'm not, I don't have any roots. And, and you know what? He gave me some roots to, to finally let the past kind of extinguish itself. Look in the mirror. That's where Utah really did help because I didn't know anyone or very mm-hmm. few people. There was a lot of time of soberly staring into a mirror going, dude, it's, you've got to rely on yourself. You've got to learn to talk nicer to yourself. That self-chatter, especially do an entrepreneur, you know this world. If, you've got, if, you, if you're being an asshole to yourself, you're, you are, pardon my French, you're fucked. You, yeah. can't, you, you can't make it if you don't have that genuine, I can do this. We're going to get through it, buddy. I don't know how, but we're just going to, we're going to do it. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's you. Yeah, right. Yeah, I and love that's, it. And, and that, once I came down to Arizona, it, re, it reconfigured everything to where it just got, it just got easier it just, until, until we opened George. But you know what? The sad thing is, is that nobody's going to feel sorry for you. You know, yeah. you, you're, yeah. you're the one that created it. Sure. You, you get, you, it's just like an NFL quarterback, right? You, yeah. you get all the accolades when you're throwing touchdowns and winning games. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, jackass, if some running back fumbles and that causes you to lose, guess who fumbled? Yeah, it's on the QB, right? Yeah. It, it is. Every yeah. time. Every time. That's what so, leadership's all about. I mean, it's right. Well, we it's, can live with that. Um, Absolutely. Give, yeah. give me that responsibility. Yeah. Exactly. It, give me that responsibility because I'm going to take that kid that just fumbled and you know what? We're going to learn from it. You're never going to do it again. Yeah. And we're going to show you how it is to win. And then it's going to taste that much sweeter knowing full well what, what shit tastes like on the defeat. <laughs> exactly. We don't want that. Losses right. suck. Yeah, Losses totally. Suck. I, wish, yeah. I wish the wins were as great yeah. You know, yeah. as the losses are horrible, the, but yeah. the, the wins to me are kind of like, okay, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. So I don't, I don't, I don't get as high on the wins, yep. but man, the, the losses, the losses, the losses are, you, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're required, right? Like you gotta they have are. the losses. You gotta, you gotta absolutely. know what it feels like and tastes like to, to lose so that you can continue to get better. Correct. And yeah. you recognize that that stove is hot and you never want to touch it again. Yeah. You know, you yeah. look at your hand and there's a blister. Yep. All right. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that again. All right. <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, do yeah. not under any circumstances. Do yeah. not do that again. Yeah. 100%. So, um, <laughs> so do you, you live in Gilbert? Is that right? You know what? So at the time I did, then we okay. got married and then we moved to Scottsdale Okay. and then we learned a very valuable lesson, right? Everybody talks about location, location, location. I genuinely thought it was the physical location. My wife had lived 20 plus years in Gilbert. I uh, lived a handful, but I ex- very, very quickly had, a, had the Rolodex uh, just expand. Um, so all of our contacts were down in Gilbert. We moved to Scottsdale and that's where we built the bar. Okay. Actually, it's in Phoenix technically, but it's close yeah. enough. It's right on sure. the border. But we knew nobody. And so we didn't, that's, that's a huge just a cautionary tale is be careful where you build. Yes, you want the up and coming area, but you also need a group of people that is going to support you initially. Otherwise, we look back, we have no idea how in the heck we pulled. I, my wife, we've cashed out every 401k, every dime of savings. It's yeah. all in this bar. Yeah. That's do what great. you got to do. That's awesome. Just live yeah. to see I mean, another I love day. It. 
Yeah, you're just like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this thing. We're all in burning ships, and and uh, we're gonna make it work. <laughs> we are absolutely. We torched every single ship <laughs> that we had, ships. and we are yeah. and we are on the <laughs> island, and we are here to fight. Yeah. We are ready to rumble. And and the thing in Vegas, the number one thing that Vegas taught me was you're 15 minutes from success, and so mm-hmm. you just you're forced to. My brain, I think by by birth, was always wired to look backwards and almost marinate in losses. Once you get into, once I got to Vegas and got a little bit older, then you recognize, okay, I just got to put one foot in front of the other. And sometimes, man, that's all it is, right? I'm sure you've been there. You wake up like, what the hell am I doing today? Yeah, 100%. I'll, I'm getting my ass kicked. I just, you know what would be easier? Just to stay down. Yeah. Nobody's right. going nobody's gonna to call you out. Nobody's going to, you know what? They'd understand. And then all of a sudden you get that, I don't know, that lightning bolt from God saying, hey, I didn't put you down here to freaking sleep, sleep your life away. I didn't <laughs> bring you down here to piss your life away. Make yeah. something. Do something. Yeah. Do yeah. something. Yeah. 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 So true. That's so good. And sometimes true. that's all it is. I would love for it to be super ultra glamorous. Like, well, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> every night, smoking a cigar and drinking it a little fast. Yeah. yeah, just sitting in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I'm in the bathroom freaking plunging <laughs> urinal. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Not the toilet, the urinal. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. 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 Oh, so ultra glamorous. So glamorous. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I appreciate you being here. And uh, I want to yeah, respect your time. And I want to wrap us up here with one last question. You what, um, what would be like if you could give us one or two things that if, if the listeners implemented today, it would help them move their life forward today? What would, what would that be? I'm going to stay on that theme, right? And as as unsexy as this answer is, it is truly just putting one foot in front of the other. If you have a partner, either way, right? Because ultimately you've got to develop that self-talk and that self-chatter to say, I am going to do this. I don't know how, but we're going to walk towards a goal. Write everything down. It's so much easier when you write it down, right? And yeah. everybody looks towards that few years ago, I ran a marathon. You want to focus on that 26.2 right. barrier, but man, you got to get through that first. And the jackass that I ran it with, of course, went, went out like a rabbit. Just took off. Running. Oh, <laughs> dude, we're, we're too old for this. Yeah. To begin with. Now we're running nine minute miles and I'm trained for 10, which doesn't yeah. sound like all that much, but it is the difference. because huge then difference. At the 20 yeah. mile mark, just like in life or at the 20 mile mark, that wall is real. It's, yep. We have run a handful of, of <laughs> yeah. halves. That's nothing compared yeah. to a full. It's not two halves. It's right. exponentially bigger. Yep. And so we, I got to the 20 mile mark. And so from there on out, just like this, I went telephone pole to telephone pole for 6.2 yep. miles. That yeah. was it. Just get yeah. to that one. And then you can quit. Yeah. Get to the next one, get, get to the next one, get, you can quit when you get to that telephone pole yep. and you did that game in your head. And next thing you know, here I am five years later feeling great about myself because I've finished a marathon Yeah, in yeah. a little bit slower time. But that last six miles was just as brutal. But once you start conditioning your brain and you, and, and you do get these baby wins and then another baby win, and then they start stacking. And now all of a sudden that belief in yourself, which is really what life is all about. It's not moxie. It's not hubris. It's act, It's real. It's confidence. It's swagger. That's yeah. when, that's, that's when 
doors open up because people can feed off of that. People don't want to be around the, the dude that's like, oh, I can't get out of bed. I can't do uh, oh, If you think you can or you can't, you're right, right? Right, totally. So, yeah. Just get it just get it done. And people yeah. are attracted to that and they want to be around that. Yeah. They don't want to be around the the, the dude that could have would have should have oh my my best days were in high school. Re- yeah. Really? Oh, you understand? <laughs> yeah. You're 50, right, bro? Yeah. You just yeah. picked away 3 decades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, let it go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> let, let let it go. We understand. Yeah, yeah great. You played college ball. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Oh, that's so, good. So that's it. As unsexy yeah. as it is, one foot in front of the other, and 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 learn to and learn to be your best friend, and learn to be able to to trust yourself. Yeah, yeah, perfect. I appreciate it. What if yeah, you man. Uh, find out more about you, your bar, uh, what you're up to, social media? Everything's under Torch Cigar Bar. Got a podcast, Torch. by the way, obviously. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. During this time, I had to come up with another creative outlet. Otherwise, man, it, what's the name it, of the podcast? Talking Torch. Talking Torch. So, Check it out. So talking, talking Torch, all, all of it feeds to Talking Torch Cigar Bar, TorchCigarBar.com, yep. Torch Cigar Bar on Instagram, Torch Cigar Bar on, on Facebook, so um, on, on Twitter. So all of it's Torch Cigar Bar. And one last question. What's your favorite cigar? I'll tell you what, man, that changes. It, it, yeah. it is. It's what is it currently? Like, you know what? Right this second, I would go with 1964 Padron Natural. Okay. Torpedo. Dang. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Smooth. Yeah, yeah, those Padrones, they, they know how to. They've got a little air. It, the, the Padron family has this, you know, very, we talked about exclusivity. They're those guys. Yeah. But, man, they make a wonderful product. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go highbrow on you and go Padron. I appreciate it. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for being here, John. Uh, thanks for man, having it's been me fun. on. It's, time has flown yeah, and uh, it's great. And I'm looking forward to getting down there to check out Torch Bar. Please so if you're brother. ever in Phoenix Scottsdale area, you got to stop in on John, the Torch Cigar Bar. So appreciate you, man. Yeah, right back at you. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say. Nature going home. I miss my life, miss my wife. For 15 months she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't alright. I didn't reconnect with her. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, Bailey Hey, babe.